All right, let's get this over with. Join Yes Have Some podcast every Friday night for Midnight Mando, the Mandalorian after show. 12 a.m. Eastern, only on YouTube. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast, where once again, after four and a half years, we have not had one technical difficulty going into the show. It's It's been phenomenal. It I'm feels miraculous. good. <laughs> yep. 200 plus episodes, no difficulty. Uh, Jacob Walsh, man, how are you? I'm good, dude, man. Just hanging out. Got off work early today. Um, what, what, what about you? Um, did not get off work early, but... Um, I'll tell you what I just realized. You don't do you work? You oh, I work. work. Oh, that's well, me. I'm working. No, Abby's not working. I'm Abby. on a sabbatical. <laughs> How's that? Well, you're working. Yeah, and I'm working. I'm doing things. You worked in the garden. Oh, I do. I do gardening now, and uh, raked leaves today in the front and backyard. So, yeah, I'm kind of a yards person. A yardsmith. Yardsmith. Um, Jake uh, is in Valdosta. As per usual, we are in Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. We're going to have some fun tonight. We're going to talk about Evil Dead. Now, I want to set the stage before we get into it. Um, but before we do that, we got to do our normal stuff here. So listen, if you are a uh, fan of Yes Have Some Podcast, whether or not you're following us on Instagram or Twitter or finding us for the first time in the podcast, make sure that you are subscribing to the channels. Subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe to the podcast channel that you're using, Spotify, iTunes, all of that good stuff. We want to make sure that we can connect with you guys because we do have fun, exciting things that we're planning. But if you're not subscribed, you might miss out on important announcements. So make sure you are subscribing. And listen, if you subscribe to us on iTunes, make sure that you're leaving that review on iTunes, we've been getting some reviews lately. Five stars. It helps us. Helps us get in front of more people. But you listen to podcasts. You know that. Jake, here's my question. Have you ever left a review yeah. for a podcast? No. No. No? You haven't. <laughs> should I be doing that? I know I haven't. I don't know. Um, I probably should. Oh. By the way, after all those technical difficulties. I mean, I guess it's like we're, at, we're asking people to leave reviews then maybe we should be doing the same thing actually yeah that's kind of we should pay it forward even to podcasts that we don't listen to <laughs> just, start just keep them glowing reviews all sorts of podcasts um so we really appreciate that and then listen we got patreon we've been doing this bonus audio multiple times a week and we're doing a new thing and people seem to really like it so i want to be clear because there was a little bit of confusion on this um what it is is 
our Patreon bonus episodes are $5 per month. You pay monthly. If you sign up for the annual plan, which is a 15% discount, so you don't pay the full 60 bucks, you actually get it for like $51. If you sign up and opt in for the annual plan where you pay up front, you do get a free yes have some shirt of your choosing. So I was trying to do the math in my head. It's actually a very good deal. It's kind of like getting Patreon for the whole year for like 25 bucks because once you buy the shirt and shipping, that's like a $25 value. I can't believe I'm even doing this. My, wow, have I, we all gone mad? Thank you. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> um, so uh, thank you to the people who have opted in for that. Ron Daniels, I believe Chris Young and Jay Key and a couple others. Uh, we very much appreciate that. I know uh, mm-hmm. I know yeah. that's great uh, for, for us and it helps us keep the lights on and it helps uh, us provide uh, more content and you get a and shirt. T-shirts. It's great. It's great. Now, for the three to 10 people who didn't realize that it was only for the annual plan who signed up for the $5 a month plan and then said, where the fuck's my free shirt? Uh, (laughs) Calm yourselves down, okay? This is not a YHS charity. Math is hard. I understand. (laughs) So... You know, you'll get your shirt. No, it's so. all good. It's all good. Um, I, I worked it out with a couple of people. We figured some stuff out. Good, um, good. but um, yeah. So um, well, let's catch up real quick. Uh, Jake, what, what's been going on this week? Uh, pretty pretty routine stuff uh, for you. No no massive toy buying or uh, no nothing, anything like that. Nothing crazy. I I did. A, I was a guest on another podcast though. Okay, Ooh. let's talk about that. Um, I did, um, a friend of mine has a show, uh, called the new Southern heretics and we just talked about horror movies for a couple hours. That's fun. That is fun. Um, it was good. He's a good dude. Cool. Very cool. Is that on iTunes and all that? Everyone can find it. it. You can get it. Yeah. Anywhere. iTunes, Spotify, whatever you can listen to it, wherever. And it's basically like, it's just the two of us. And we, uh, we jotted down eight movies that we wanted to talk about and but then you know just ended up having a kind of a free form conversation about those movies and other movies and just horror movies in general since it's October. Cool, very cool. cool. Uh, and does he have a Patreon we can uh, send our listeners to? Because God, if you don't sign up he, for ours, sign up for something. <laughs> he does not. He does not currently have a Patreon. Okay. I, I'm 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 pretty sure. If I if I'm wrong on that, he'll he'll correct me. But I don't think he has a Patreon. Okay. All right. Well, then they can sign up for ours. Go get that episode for free. Um, last night, me and Abby talked. So I, I guess I should address this. So people who have been seeing these posts know that. I have been uh, working with WWE legend Gerald Briscoe to help him out in some capacity with uh, some internet, uh, social media content. Abby helped out a little bit. It's been a lot of fun. Um, a couple people have been asking for like more details on that, and it's not stuff I can really talk about publicly yet or in general, but we did go into it a little bit. I wanted to kind of like give our Patreon people a little sneak peek behind the scenes. So you can check that out. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's been a lot of fun and, uh, really it's, it's a, it's a slow news week besides we're going to talk about evil dead, like I said, but we do have to talk about, uh, the news that broke yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, ghostbusters afterlife has officially been delayed until june 11th 2021 which means that we are all living in a perpetual state of being eight months away from a new ghostbusters movie (laughs) it just keeps recycling um and uh yeah it got delayed we all expected that to happen it's going to now be released on the 37 year anniversary of the first movie to the day i believe or to the 37 <laughs> in a row. I don't think it's a day. I don't think it's a day. I think it's the week. Right, okay. right. 
Um, but uh, June, Ghostbusters right. is the eighth. Yeah, maybe? Ghostbusters Day is June eighth. Um, but it'll be on Ghostbusters Day week. Listen, yeah, we'll have plenty of time to dissect our feelings about that. What it's going to be Ghostbusters year. Yes, at this it point. is. But what I really want to talk about is how I predicted this and how impressed people seem to be. <laughs> That's all you. I mean, does it really take a genius, though, to no. realize that mo- all the movies are getting pushed right now? It does not take a genius, but somebody referred to me as Craig Stradamus. Whoa. And I'm Whoa. a brilliant mind Whoa. over here. And I'm thinking we do a whole episode at some point. This, Craig predictions. I where I predict things, and the two of you tell me I'm full of shit. No, well, it really wasn't. Once, <laughs> once, uh, <laughs> once Jurassic Park uh, or Jurassic World, uh, uh, the Chris Pratt dinosaur movie. Once that got pushed back from that June 11th date, I, uh, I kind of started putting the pieces together. Realized that probably be yeah. a good a good release window there. Nothing else is coming out that day as of now. So we'll we'll have a little bit more time to prepare for a couple uh, more months a couple mm-hmm. more months it's basically the equivalent of being on a plane and the pilot keeps coming on the on the thing goes uh ladies and gentlemen <laughs> we uh seem like the pandemic is still happening and uh it's gonna be a few we're more months circling for eight more months yeah, we're circling for eight more months but it's fine planes just don't land the plane is it not never landing. lands and it's we just all have fun together um it's gonna be good it's gonna be good we're obviously listen now we're going to have a nice ramp up. The The year's almost over. The year's almost over. Mm-hmm. Count this year's done. Mm-hmm. It's the, basically a weekend. Yeah. Basically oh. it's, it's two months. If you really think about it, because this year's almost over. January is short. February is short. Yeah. So really March. It's April, welcome, to the show, welcome to the show where we just steal all our jokes from Seinfeld. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's the deal with. Okay. So having said all of this, does anybody have any feelings to express other than it's a bummer, but we knew it was coming? Well, I mean, I don't think it's that big of a bummer. I mean, it's a bummer that we're not seeing it, but it's only three months. And also, I feel like the general uh, attitude overall has been like, hey, you know what? Ghostbusters is a summer movie anyway. Like, fuck it. It's it's close to ghost. I have seen a lot of kind of positivity about it. So, like, right. whatever. I mean, uh, uh I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm super bummed out for the move. I think it was probably right. Uh, I would have been more bummed out. I would have been more bummed out if they didn't move it. And then at Mar- in March, something happened or they were, you know, it like mm-hmm. flew under the radar or right. something. So, yeah. right. Yeah. Information and education's power. And I think that it's calming to know that at least there's a, a, a realistic, um, logical date that they're going to release it in. And we can look forward to that instead of like holding our breath, hoping right. it's still going to well, come for that. Original the, the latest date. reports. And I don't want to talk about COVID that much because I'm sure everybody's sick of hearing it, but the latest reports are saying this vaccine is coming probably by the end of the year, we're going to have something viable and somewhat effective with a massive rollout going into the spring. So there is a, ch- listen, I do. I don't think we're going to be having 3,000 people gathering in Los Angeles for a huge premiere. Um, I think it'll probably just be the core cast and crew and production team and, you know, Ghost Core and Sony and us. And then, um, <clears throat> what? I'm just putting it out there. Is this a Craig Stradamus prediction? Craig Stradamus predicts the three of us covering, we'll be the eyes and ears for everybody. We'll let you know how the movie is. Yes. Um, no, I, but I do think theaters being a viable, we all want to see it in a theater, right? We all want to see this damn movie in a big, some people don't. Some people want to watch it. Yeah, I think you can speak for yourself. Like, 
I personally want to see it in theater. You want to see it in theater. I mean, cool. If you're cool with watching it on your iPhone 8 while sitting on the toilet, be my guest. But that's not how I want to watch Ghostbusters Afterlife for the first time. Clearly, I will be buying an iPhone 8 and watching it in the bathroom at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I've crossed so many lines. Hey, um, I'm not too bummed about it. It was inevitable. I just want to know when we're getting that trailer because now I think it's probably going to be December, possibly next year sometime. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, let's just start talking about Evil Dead. I love this. We, you know, the last couple, let the last couple years we've been we've done these horror movie uh recaps where we've taken on a franchise and, and done a full recap episode. I've said it before, our child's play episode is our most downloaded yes have some podcast episode of all time which is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but people people seem to like it. They want, uh, the, they want the child's play content. Right, right. Uh, lucky Chucky. Um, so we haven't gotten too extensive with that stuff this year, but hopefully we'll have another one after this week. But we did want to do at least one of these uh, recaps. So uh, this was Jake's idea. I know this is one of Jake's uh, favorite horror franchises. So today we're doing Evil Dead. Now, to clarify, we are specifically talking about Evil Dead, uh, the first three movies. We are not going to be covering uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead, the series, or the Evil Dead remake, or the upcoming uh, Evil Dead, uh, what's it called, Evil Dead Rises, or Evil Dead Rise. It's uh, like another remake, I think. Yeah, there's some other movie. Well, that's what the, the fun thing about this franchise is, whether it's a remake or a sequel or whatever, it, it all kind of exists in its own fun, weird timeline. So mm-hmm. the the linear nature of, of how that works doesn't really matter. Yeah. Having said all that, Abby and I, uh, I've seen Evil Dead before. I've seen Army of Dead. I've seen them all, but we revisited them this week. I know some of them were first-time viewings for Abby. Mm-hmm. Jake, I've seen the first two probably five or six years ago. Yeah. Uh, Jake, these are... Uh, well, let me ask you. Let, let's start here. What what is your your high level overview of Evil Dead? What what? What are you, Jake? Jake. <laughs> well, you threw it. I, I'm like, I need to turn around and face you so we can like have eye contact. Face the wall. I don't like facing the wall. I feel well, like the Blair from, Witch. Okay, first of that's all, that's my other favorite okay. franchise. Continue, uh, Jake. Uh, starting with you, yeah. Evil Dead. You know what? What were your? How were you introduced to the franchise, and and what about it in general uh, made you want to pick it for this uh, retrospective? Um, I saw Army of Darkness first. Whenever that movie came out, like in '97, I think, uh, well, something it, like that. Well, we it were, came out in '92. '92. That's yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I knew it was early, early, early. And I remember seeing it as a kid and, and, and taping it and it would come on sci-fi channel a lot. And I thought it was really funny. And then, um, I would just watch it all the time. And then somebody clued me in that that was part three. I mean, I was a kid, even though, even though the beginning of army of darkness is this huge recap where he's like, (laughs) all of this happened. I was a kid, you know, in 92, you know, uh, what we were seven or something like that. So something, I didn't understand. I didn't understand that it was a third movie, but I loved it. And I, when I found out that it was a third, I begged my mom to rent part one, thinking that it was going to be just as funny as part three. <laughs> it is not. And my mom was not very happy with. Like it was terrifying to me. I mean, and I think then, the first one's funnier. Honestly, there's some good shit. In there. I mean, it's got it, some twisted, like subtle stuff, but it's not like slapstick. It's not for a kid. Or, like spoof. it's not silly though. It's not silly. Nothing about part one is presented 
in a it's no, not a funny movie. It's, it's it is jarring t- and tell, disorienting. I'll tell you what, Evil the, the original Evil Dead is a scarier film than anything in the Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, or Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Like yeah, it's I, a legit. It is a horror movie with some really gross, scary shit in it, especially yeah. for like year olds. So, yes, because it's like psychological um, stuff that kind of lingers later when you're like trying to suss it all out. At least for me. Because I'm, I like was laying awake at night it's thinking much, about it. I mean, also it has these really gross monsters stabbing people through their ankles and shit. Yeah, it's, it's, graphic stuff. I, but anyway, like my mom didn't want me to see part two for a while, but then I finally talked her into it. And then part two is like a really good mix of one and three. It's very funny, but it's also still gross and spooky. And right, I just always liked all three of those movies. Yeah, I'll tell you what my favorite thing that happens in these movies is, and this is the this is the best move of of the uh, the the what what do you call when, when you get infected with the the deadite when you become an evil dead that's what I'm gonna call it. Okay, um, there you go. The move, they call them yeah, yeah. When, when you become you a dead, the move I like is when they're trying to escape uh, the cellar. And this happens multiple times, <laughs> and and they it's clear it's not working. Their scare tactics aren't working, so they do that thing where they go back into their original form for a couple minutes. And they're all doe-eyed. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I right. love that so much. It's like, no, it's I'm everything's fine now. Everything's okay now. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. me. <laughs> it's me. Don't it's you, your mother? Don't you like me? You'll let me out of the cellar, won't you? Um, yeah, Jake, I, I agree with all of that. I um, I think it's interesting. Uh, th- pretty impactful for you as a as a horror uh, fanatic, I'm sure, as a child. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you, when you did watch the first one though for that first time, was it traumatizing or were you just loving it? No, it, it scared me a lot. I remember like, <laughs> I remember being like, "Why is this not?" I remember like immediately being like, "This is not funny." <laughs> and it, it scared me. Like it scared me. I mean, I was I was like I said, I was either seven or eight around around you know that age, right? seven eight nine or something and i remember being like i was i felt betrayed you know because (laughs) Mm -hmm. like i had seen army of darkness so much that you know like that movie's nothing but silly it's literally like the three stooges type monty python stuff you know and and i was like cool more of that is is about to happen (laughs) And then, and, 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 but instead, I saw a woman get raped by a tree. Yes, <laughs> she does. By the way, we're gonna go into uh, spoiler territory here. Um, Abigail, what what was your introduction to this uh, franchise? Well, first of all, Jake, I commend you for seeing this at such a young age. I don't think I could have handled it. Um, at seven or eight, I didn't see this movie till um, Craig and I were, I guess, like I said, like five or six years ago. Um, and I had no real background on it. I'd heard from people who had seen it that it was just like extremely fucked up. I had heard something about a tree. Um, so I didn't really know what I was going into. Um, but like just from like a filmmaking standpoint, it's, it's a very, it's a really attractive, jarring movie. Like just from the very beginning, like it's disorienting. It's cool. Everyone's dressed really cool. Like it it has like a, its own feel to it, which grabbed me when I first saw it. But as you get into like the demonic possession stuff and like the book of the dead, that stuff that like really ties into like my Christian upbringing and scares the shit out of me. So there were parts of it. 
yeah, I think there's parts of it that I'm like, this is real. I grew up thinking that demonic activity was real. Um, so that shit's fucked up. But then there's layers of it that are funny. And Ash is like so charismatic and like attractive as like a male lead that it, it just it ranks really high up there for me as like it's a very special movie. I put it in my top five for my favorite horror films. Cool. Yeah. Um, so my introduction to this franchise, and I've told you both this story before, but I, I need to tell it publicly for the first time. So, um, 10th grade, uh, I'm going to redact names. Um, I, uh, had my first girlfriend, uh, which I remember my mom asking me if I would we'll call her Linda, we'll call her Linda, lovely Linda. And I remember my mom uh, being like, Craig, I'm happy you had a girl. You have a girlfriend. You're kind of a late bloomer. And I was like, I was self-aware enough to be like, I'm 14. Dude. What do you mean late bloomer? Have you seen my room? There's so many action figures in there. I'm trying my best. Um, had a girlfriend, well, whatever a girlfriend is when you're a freshman or sophomore in high school. Um, and I remember the first time I ever met, and I was her first uh, boyfriend. Uh, well, so she says. This is like the sweet moment in Evil Dead, like before everything gets messed up. Yeah, exactly. Um, her dad, I met, you know, you want to impress the dad, right? You got to impress the dad. Because I'm thinking... You got to have build your confidence. You well, what I'm thinking is she confidence. could be the one. You never know. Um, so I want to get in good with the dad. And... Uh, <laughs> One of the first things he asked me was, he was like, "Hey, Craig, nice to meet you. Hey, are you are you a fan of um, um, Army of Darkness? Army of Army Darkness. Thank Army you. Darkness. I kept almost calling Army of the Dead. He's like, you like Army of Darkness? I had no idea what he was talking about. No clue, other than it was a movie. First of all, he told me that we could rent it at Target or buy it at Target if I'd never seen it. I didn't know that he was making a dumb joke about Target. He's like, there's a French store called Target that might have a copy. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, Classic yeah. dad joke. I was like, cool. I mean, but I didn't need to go to Target. You know why? Because I told him I had seen it, not knowing at all what he was talking about. Not knowing it was a horror movie, comedy, Evil Dead, none of it. And... uh for the six months I dated her, he would always reference the movie and like be like, get it, Craig? And I'd be like, totally. I got it. I get the joke. Hilarious. And it would get to the point where I'd be like, I don't even remember his name. It was like Bill or Brad or something. And I'd be like, hey, Bill, uh, shop smart, shop S smart, right? Yeah. He's like, Craig, you're the best. And I, in my head, I was like, I don't know what that means. I just know it's from a movie he really likes and I'm trying to impress him. Um, so, and I still didn't see it for a very long time. I remember my stepbrother of all people loved army of darkness growing up and he would always try to make me watch it. And I would be like, I don't know what that is. I didn't like the VHS cover. I was like, oh, it looks like Indiana Jones or something. I don't like that. Mm. And, um, <laughs> that, Jesus. Wait, that, what the ironic thing is that all of the evil dead movies are better than the relationship that you had, that you lied about seeing evil dead too. with that girl. Yeah. I mean, of course, yeah. what good, who has a great relationship better at, stories. at 15? <laughs> Oh, well, no one, I wasn't hot and heavy. I'm trying to steal Seinfeld jokes again. Dude, uh, no, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> we got the Seinfeld uh, bookman over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Anyways, long story short, that was my introduction to the franchise. And I, I did remember him. Lies, all lies. I remember him telling me like, like, this movie's great. Don't watch the first one. He was like that because they were really religious too. He's like that's like a a very scary. You don't want to watch that. But we but it's the third one was his favorite movie, which is also another weird thing. That's annoying. Um. So that's my story of how I was introduced to it. When did I actually see all these movies? I don't even know. I mean, I know, you know, 
sitting front to back watching Evil Dead the first time was probably with Abby like five or six years ago because I think you know sometimes when you're a kid you get like I didn't want to watch it. I was like oh, I didn't the whole weird th- the whole story I just told it's not like those are that was great that wasn't great for me so it's just like oh, I don't know right having said that Evil Dead rules the first movie and I want to talk about this can you rank the three movies can we rank them I, yes I did you you did let's yeah. hear it uh, I put the first. Oh, we'll go from three to one at. at we'll go three sl- to one. We'll go There's three. Only, hey, two, hold one. on. I don't How want do you we to count? Get, okay, time out. Rank them in any way you want. Oh, well, I think the best one's Evil Dead. Okay. Second is Army of Darkness. Third is Evil Dead Two. Okay. That's how I'm ranking them. Jake, do you have a ranking? Uh, uh I. It's really hard to rank them because of how crazy different all three of them are. Uh, Evil Dead 2 is my favorite. Okay. Very interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. Um, I, as we were watching Evil Dead 2 last night, to me, there's like a 10 or 15 minute period in the middle of the movie where it feels like it drags just for a second. It's before he... What? Hey, listen. listen. What's Joe Bob or whatever? What? Uh, Bobby Joe. Joe Bob's not in the not movie. Not Joe Bob. Bobby oh. Joe and Jake, those two like extra characters that come in. They're not my favorites. Listen, so I'd say they're- listen. They're not my favorites either, but both of them die in the most amazing. Whenever yeah. Jake gets pulled like out of nowhere, like the way Jake dies is one of the best things in that movie because he gets accidentally stabbed in the gut. <laughs> yeah. And you're already kind of like, well, you know what? I kind of wanted to stab him too. So you're okay with that. Right. But yeah. then she just like, she just puts him right by the fucking cellar door. Mm-hmm. Right. And he just gets pulled under and there's this giant like waterfall of more blood than can exist in the human body. Dude, so awesome. I thought, how, can you not lo- how can you not love that? No, I love great. that. And it reminds me of the juicer in Gremlins that like shoots way too much orange juice right. out. It's, exactly. you're, you're it's right. awesome. It's an awesome. Um, I agree with having you on said that. that I, Jake, I completely agree with you that it's a very hard because it's not like other franchises where there's like, well, it's like clear that the first one's the best. And then it kind of gets, less good it's like diminishing returns from there out i mean those three movies are so the tone of all three is completely different the the, it's like each one actually kind of exists in its own little universe where they can completely contradict it in the next movie or or do things differently or reference things that did or didn't happen and it kind of doesn't matter so trying to figure out like the 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 storytelling what do you what do you mean well in the sense that so the first movie is a um, a straight, uh, pretty straightforward horror movie, right? It, it will, in, uh-huh. in the sense is that you're you're watching it and you're taking it in for the first time. Now I'm not that. I try to do some research on the way that they kind of recap the events of the first movie at the beginning of the second movie, and try to figure out how it fits into any kind of timeline a lot of people have talked about it bruce campbell has even talked about it i still can't figure it out and jake i was hoping that you could help me because i i kind of so i like i understand how they kind of change some stuff about the end of the second movie to in the recap of the third movie Mm -hmm. like it's a little bit different but that that is that is different but i think that kind of stuff happens a lot and a lot of times it's because they don't sometimes you don't know you're making a third or 
the 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 things change. Okay, we'll start. We'll start at the end of part one. Okay. So thank you. Evil Dead One. Evil Dead One ends with the force hitting Ash. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It hits him. Cut to black. Right. Uh, there. I, I, there are people who tell you that Evil Dead 2 is a remake. There are people that think Ash is going back to the same cabin, which makes no sense. Right. Those mm-hmm. people are idiots. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is happening is they could not get all of the footage from the first film to do a recap in the way they wanted to. Right. Mm-hmm. There was so like they a right reshot it. Gotcha. So they just reshot it. But if you're re- if you're having a recap. They don't have time to recap four, you know, or five characters, so mm-hmm. they just cut it down to Ash and Linda. Right. They do like a good, I don't know, five minutes of the movie, just doing a recap of Ash getting to the cabin, and and then there is the scene where he gets hit by the the thing, and and you know anybody who has watched the first movie should be able to pick up. Okay, now we're into part part two. Yeah. Right. right. Yes. Because there's a clear, you know, it hits him. And you're like, okay, everything that happened before was your recap. And now we're this into Evil Dead 2. Mm-hmm. At, at the end of Evil Dead, he, um, at the end of Evil Dead 2, he goes into the, into the future. And he's immediately like a badass. And he yeah. like kills the dead eye, dead eye. And they're like, you know, hail. You know, they're like, this is the guy. Um, But, you know, you know, somewhere in between making Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness... I think Sam Raimi was probably like, okay, well, there, there probably should be a little more story before they are hailing him as the great one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so right, they right. Changed the event, so they just changed those events a little bit. It still happens, but he's it, and he still destroys that creature at the beginning or whatever. But then they just change it, you know, and they mm-hmm. they make in, it in some it, ways. They got, they got to do that. So in, in some ways, the end of part two is a recap of the events that happened in part three. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. That does. Really? And it, it works in a weird part. way. Yeah. Jake. For sorry. Sure. What? Uh, no, I thought I you were just... saying, all right, fuck it. I've, I've made my statement. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. That's cool. honestly one of the things that I love about the franchise in general is that it's not beholden to strict rules. It's funny in the way that army of darkness is like, completely its own level of like hilarity and it's very different from the first two and it earns it almost because it kind of gets gradually sillier and sillier and at that point i feel like um bruce campbell's like very ready to take on that kind of like bravado like machismo like cheesy role of the hero and i really like him as that character most in army of darkness like i like his swagger in that role yeah i it's kind of hard because i I really do love part two and I, obviously I love the first one. I, I, I think my ranking might be the same as Abby's though, because it like, for me, it's about if I was going to sit down and watch, just watch a movie right now, the three I'd probably put on army of darkness because I find it. Cause I like to laugh. Um, the first one. Yeah. I have a little, I'm, I'm, um, I have a little bit of a limit when it comes to the gore. If you're feeling masochistic. Yeah. So the, and the second one is, over the top, like gory and gross, which I, I love. I think, the, I think the first one's grosser than the second one. God, it's guys, it's because I watch them back to back. I'm getting things mixed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, anyways, regardless, I I do agree with the statement that it's really all kind of hard to to rank these movies. Yeah, is that I is think, that the consensus? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to rank. I, I think what makes me like part two more is that it is like a good mixture of silly and there's some really funny stuff, but it also has, you know, some of the gross stuff. And I and I like a bit of both. But I also like watching like Abby, you were talking about how you like the way his character is in part three more. Mm-hmm. I like what I like in part two is that you kind of see him become that guy. Yes. Like he. At the in part one, he's scared for the first half of yes. the movie, becomes becomes the hero. And the first half of part two, he's still kind of like that until like the rest of the people show up. Yes. And then like the scene of him building the chainsaw arm yes. is kind of like the chainsaw arm is like the most iconic thing in the series. So like in part two, watching him watching him lose his hand, have a fight with himself having a fight with a hand that somehow laughs at him watching <laughs> mm-hmm. the, like watching him have like a mental breakdown as all of the things come alive in the house. Mm-hmm. And then watching him by the end of that movie, when he builds that chainsaw arm and he's like, you know, he like, that's the, that the, 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 the famous, you know, groovy is from yes. part two. And then he goes into the, you know, let's go into that cellar and carve ourselves a witch. Which, like that's right. all yeah. to me, like the whole, the last like half of that movie is him becoming Ash. A well, badass. And I love that. And I also love that you mentioned that he's kind of scared because in the first movie, one of the funniest things he says is, I think her name is Shelly that Pat, that dies. She's the one with the, the, the tree assaults. Um, and he's like, we can't bury Shelly. She's our friend. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, and then, yeah, I was going to say the scene and is the name of that character in Evil Dead 2 and I think she's a standout I think she's much better than the other two that were added Um, I really like seeing him get the uh, chainsaw added to his arm I love those shots that iconic stuff that it's it's like a superhero shot it's so cool and I completely agree Um, where I started with all this saying that it it drags for 5 to 10 minutes at one point my follow up Mm -hmm. to that was that the last 35 minutes of the movie are probably the most iconic parts yeah. of the entire franchise mm-hmm. um the henrietta in the cellar yes yeah is 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 such a fun creature yes. even before she even before her head you know turns into like a weird bird thing yes which also like that character is played by ted Raimi. like oh, that's very sam cool. Raimi's brother who's you know he's in a ton of stuff right. he's in everything sam Raimi does but that's ted Raimi is henrietta and whenever ash is in the basement and he's lit, you know, they, they lock him in there cause they think he killed everybody. And, uh, they're listening to the tapes and he's like, I buried Henrietta in the cellar. And then she comes out <laughs> whenever Ash scream, he screams <laughs> like shriekiest girl scream ever at that. <laughs> I don't know. That shit's so funny. No, it's me. great. No, There's so many like legitimate laugh out loud. I feel like some of the moments in evil dead and evil dead two are like, kind of like a subtle twisted funny that like you may not, it's not so overt, but I think army of darkness was like, all right, let's just go completely overboard, which I loved. I love medieval stuff. I really liked, um, Monty Python growing up and a lot of it. Like I liked spoof. I still enjoy spoof movies. So this felt like it was spoofing the medieval taunts and like Bill and Ted almost five minutes into army of darkness in the background. When you see the, uh, the dudes, uh, (laughs) trying to fight the car. With the sword. Oh, yeah. God, yes. Yes. You're like, oh, this is so different than the first and second one, but I am laughing. But I agree that, like, it's not as jarring because you you see it coming. And, like, halfway through the movie in Evil Dead 2, he kind of becomes that character. And then it's, like, yeah. fully fledged in the in the third one. And mm-hmm. another thing that Evil Dead 2 does 
that I really like is there is a really short, short scene where he looks in the mirror and he, and he's like talking to himself and he's like, we're fine. And then (laughs) the evil Ash comes out of the mirror and is like, you know, we just, we just cut up our girlfriend with a chainsaw. Does that sound fine? (laughs) And like, that is funny, but also I like that because I'm like, Oh, is that, is that evil Ash from part three? I'm like, is that him? Like before? Cause you know, in part three, like that's, he's fighting himself the whole movie. And it's so weird how he's fighting evil Ash. But then after he buries evil Ash, when he comes up, he's like all of the sudden got like a British accent and (laughs) clearly is like, it's like, you know, he's another actor playing him. So they made his face. I'm like, it doesn't look anything like Ash, but that's evil Ash that he's fighting. There's definitely TMNT three vibes. The last 20 minutes, that battle in, uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh, uh, Army of Darkness. Um, yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. What I love, we haven't talked about Sam Raimi yet. Um, it's really cool. Obviously, he's got a very, uh, like the camera work and his directing very style. distinct camera work. Mm. Very distinct. Yes. And it's cool when you can go back and watch early stuff. It's like when you watch, you know, Jaws. I was going to say, from the perspective of the monster or the demon, like flying through the woods, those shots plus the noise that they play. Yeah. Like working together, yeah, well, it's he, like so fucking scary. Well, he does a um, he does this camera thing where, you know, like you said, anytime the creature's in the woods and it's coming after him, but also like the scene where where he builds the chainsaw, or the scene where he uh, cuts up Linda, or the scene where he builds the metal hand in Army of Darkness. The way the camera angles are all these like really intense zoom close ups. Mm-hmm. That is a Sam Raimi thing, and it's we've probably talked about this. Maybe we've talked about this uh, not on the show before, but he does that in Spider-Man Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the Doc whenever, Ock scene. Whenever, yeah, the Doc the Doc Ock scene is literally the exact same camera shots as like Army of Darkness and Evil Dead. So right, and I love also that- also he put, also he puts his car in every movie. Oh, interesting. Okay, very cool. Um, that car, Ash's that car, eight- is in every. That's. It's Uncle Ben's car in the Spider-Man movies. Shit, it's like an '88 something. I want to say Plymouth, um, but I like um, I like the the building the metal hand scene in Army of Darkness because mm-hmm. it 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 does the you know and also it was ripped off a million times. Like look at it's uh, Joel Schumacher used it in the uh, the Batman movies the the quick cuts. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The that's assembling very derivative. The, but what I love is that yeah. the one in Army of Darkness goes on for like you know, 45 seconds longer than you think yes! it's going to do it. Which is like, reminds me of airplane was one of my favorite movies or like a uh, hot shots or like uh, a Robin hood men in tights where it's just like it's pushing al- the joke. Yeah. And it's also completely nonsensical that like you're watching it and you're like, they're, they're taking it. They're taking the building of this metal hand really seriously. And you're like, that's, that's not going to, that doesn't, that wouldn't do it. No and then he's just wearing a, he's just wearing a metal hand and he's able to control it for no reason. It makes yes. no sense. That he would be able to control what the hand does. Right. But it's awesome. Um, the other thing that I picked up on only through reading afterwards was the uh, the words that Ash has to say in the third movie, uh, Klaatu, Barada, Nikto. That's from the day the earth stood still, which I recognize those words, but those are the words that the... Um, yep. is any, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, they're, they're, the wor- they're the words that um, uh, command Gort. 
Yeah, dude, exactly. Platu is the name of the alien. Yeah, from- yeah, yeah. Dude, in my mind, when I was watching this, I was like, oh, dude, that's from the day the Earth was built. And I was like, no, that's probably just like, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What's the Greek or something? I don't know. Greek or something. One of those things. Or something. The, what's the one I'm the looking scene, for? The scene with him forgetting the words. Latin. That's the that's best. That's just funny. It's the best yeah, scene. Yeah, I know. That shit makes that me laugh. It's just. Look, I'm forgetting them. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, that scene, I was going to bring that up next. That scene specifically where he doesn't have the second word and he does the thing about yeah. wanting to get every syllable, yeah. like that Not whole thing. Syllable, but basically, I said them, yeah. <laughs> it's so unbelievably funny. And like, it kind of makes me wonder like, Bruce Campbell's comedic timing, he's very funny and has a lot of charisma, like almost like. Almost like a Jim Carrey level yeah, he's of got, charisma. Yeah. And it makes me wonder why he wasn't in, like, he's in a lot of cult stuff, but. Right. He but never, he never had, like, a big yeah. breakout mm. thing. Well, yeah. I'm sure, by the way, I don't know his whole, like, filmography. I'm sure they tried and it failed miserably. That's usually I mean, he, what happens. Yeah, he's done a lot and he he was the main character in a couple TV shows. He was in Xena. He, in, uh, mm-hmm. he had. Uh, he was uh, in the, you know, the Adventures of Briscoe County Jr., which I think was pretty popular. I, I've never really seen that, but I think it did well. Um, and I mean, he's been in a ton of stuff. He's been in everything Sam Raimi's ever done, yep. you know. Yep. But, um, but yeah, he's never. There's, I, I can't think of any like big. It's breakout. similar to like Nathan Fillion, like with James Gunn or something like that, where it's like he's, yeah, sort of. He's it's a cult very similar. hero. He's an he's an icon in his own right, and because of the films that he's in, not. Maybe like a major household name, maybe. Right. And I like our house. Yeah. He's very interactive with fans too. He does a lot of signings, appearances. He's written multiple books um, and completely embraced that character, obviously. um, Because he's, uh, I mean, I think, isn't Ash versus Evil Dead? It's over now, but I mean, that's. Well, it got. It it got can- it, it ran for three seasons and I, it, it got canceled, but that was not that long ago. You right. know, the, last the ending years. of that show was in the last couple of years. I mean, so there was, was still different. there was a horror house that we went to. Exactly, hundred percent. That was great. I'd like to go and watch that show, especially after like revisiting these movies. I'm kind of yeah, amped up we'll, for we'll, it. we'll we'll get there. So, um, I wanted to talk about this specifically. So you you. I didn't know who Ash was. As I mentioned earlier, you all heard my story of not knowing about Army of Darkness. But if you remember this discussion after Freddy versus Jason came out, there were always these rumors of adding Ash into one of these versus movies. Like, I think for a long time, it was going to be like Ash versus Hellraiser or Michael Myers versus Ash. And he was kind of, he kind of, be even though he's not a villain. Uh, yeah, he's a protagonist. Yeah. But he still kind of got looped in with all of these horror icons. So I, I kind of want to know, like, Abby, where you think – can you even compare him to the other I- well, icons? Well, he's not a slasher. He's not a villain. That all seems like wrestling WWE mentality to Listen, be like, let's make them all verse each no, other. Well, like that's a big... called the 1990s. That's yeah. just what was happening. That's the 90s, yeah. yeah. They – they they ended up doing comic books instead. Like there, there it, it became rumors. You know, it was rumors about the right. whole like having him in those movies. But there, there are like it started as rumors, but they did actually throw those ideas out. And there was a time where they were going to have Jason versus Freddy versus Ash. You right. know, like that that was going to happen. There was like scripts running around and. I mean, the scripts weren't running around, but the scripts were being <laughs> I saw floated them. around. The, the um, scripts are running around like they that had their hand. headphones on. No, like you that know, hand. Clear, he was shooting them. Clearly, clearly, none of that happened. But um, Army of Darkness had a really 
big comic run for a while and they did ash versus freddie versus jason in comic book form mm. and then they just kept that going and they they did the same thing you know they do with all these comics they had him cross over with a bunch of other movies and and tv shows and and all that kind of stuff so it, it ran for a while yeah i yeah, think um, my feelings on that are it's Good. Good for it being in comic book form. I don't think that's something I'd really want to watch, honestly. You wouldn't want to right. watch Ash versus Freddy No, Kruger? I want to watch Ash just being Ash either. in the Evil Dead universe, like with that lore and with those type yeah, of characters. Same. I think that he is like number one when it comes to horror icons. I think he's like awesome. Okay, what about Ash having to face the biggest evil he's ever faced and he has to go recruit famous protagonists from other horror movies? I'm talking Sidney Prescott, Laurie Strode. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Tom maybe. Gebhardt. Because he's no <laughs> all of them. That's not a hero. <laughs> I want to see him team up with Chucky. That's what I'm saying. Okay, now <laughs> wait. We are. No. If we're talking Army of Darkness, Ash. Uh, yeah, I could see a lot of that. Maybe yeah. like the like original first for first movie. Like it's kind of serious. I don't know, but by Army of Darkness, I could definitely see some crossover. Right. Well, we already pitched our cross-country road trip with Leprechaun and Child's Play, or Le- Leprechaun and Chucky, which I still think is the missed opportunity of all movies. Um, what if Ash had to, like, if he was, like, the wrangler on that trip? I don't <laughs> the know. The tour guide. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I don't think Jake likes that. He, Jake just left. Jake just <laughs> hung it up. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what. I have never once considered buying a NECA Ash figure, and I see the Evil Dead 2 iconic you know leather straps chainsaw Mm. hand version at walmart all of the time because what i do think i love more than anything is the evil dead 2 poster i think that is like as the skull the skull is as iconic Mm -hmm. as you can get um it's great yeah but then i'm like do i want to get is that a road i need to go down probably not Abby no, I think yes. it is. There, there's some NECA has put out some really good Evil Dead stuff, especially since the um, I, I have a, a, a I don't have much of it. I have the Evil Dead Two Ultimate Ash, and then I have a couple of the things they did a couple Evil Dead figures before they were you know like there's the old Gremlin stuff they did and the old Beetlejuice. There's a couple Evil Dead things they did too, but now they have even stuff from the TV show and. Uh, even I haven't even seen. I've only seen part of the TV show, but still, some of those figures, I'm like, those look really good. They 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 did a really good job with all those likenesses, and um, they did that character Henrietta from Evil Dead Two comes back in the TV show, and uh, oh, that's amazing. That's cool. They they have made versions of it from both, and I think that's very cool. I don't I don't have that stuff, but it looks great. I think the scariest thing about like. The idea of going to a cabin in the middle of the woods is already scary. Um, yeah. Because your mind kind of wanders. Mm-hmm. Um, but finding the old tape recording with the the like that, that to me really sets the tone for for just how fucked up the movie Scariness. is. For me, it's the bridge when they go back and realize that it's gone. Yeah. Like that's like a, oh, we're so fucked. We're so trapped. Um for me, it's all of the the hundreds of skeleton warriors. <laughs> <laughs> the stop motion I skull. love those it's like the Harryhausen like yeah that shit's awesome I've yeah. always liked that so seeing army I know we're jumping around but that in army of darkness made me hey so happy. no jumping around god forbid we jump um cool so let's um I don't know where, where do we go from here I did kind of want to have a discussion a little bit about how we think uh 
Evil Dead, the original ranks in, in the the realm of classic horror, where we where we think it kind of sits, and really, what is it similar to? Like Jake, when when you think about Evil Dead, like what do you compare it to? Because you can't really compare it Nothing. to. It's to- not really. I don't think it's really comparable to anything because it is like. Like I said earlier, I think it's a scarier movie than all those other like slasher movies, but they're so they're they're so in a different you know category. They're just not the same kind of movie at all. It's hard. I don't I don't know what you uh, describe. It's like you said at the beginning of the show. The Evil Dead movies are kind of all their own thing, right? Yes, and I think that's what makes them better than a lot of. I, I have Evil Dead ranked at number four on my top ten horror movies, and it's above any Halloween, there's, Friday the Thirteenth, any of that. Yeah. Jason, there's also a um, uh, you can I, I believe you can find this on YouTube, um, and I I had not seen this until maybe a few years ago, but the idea of Evil Dead, Sam Raimi had made a short film, I think, when he was still in school, um, and it, I think it's called something different, but it's. It's it's just it's just like his first version of Evil Dead, basically, and Bruce Campbell is even in it. Dang. Um, but uh, it's it's worth a watch, you know. Putting if that you down like, on my list. But it's like you know, it's like a student film. It's it's short. It's right. I think you can probably watch it on YouTube, but well, it's, you know, it's the basic idea of what Evil Dead is. I was going back, and I one thing that always interests me when you watch older movies like this is, I like to read like what the um, the modern reaction was to it, like the, when it came out, right? Cause like a lot of times people, when you look backwards, like movies are considered classics or whatever, but sometimes when they come out, <laughs> they're mm-hmm. not. Um, but it was interesting that evil dead, like right off the bat, like horror, like Fangoria, all the, it, basically any horror outlet and, and really film critics were like, Oh, this is like, this is another level. It's going to achieve cult status very quickly because, you know when you watch like a low budget Friday the Thirteenth movie, and don't kid yourself, these are low budget movies. Um, but it's like the acting sucks, and sometimes the directing sucks, and sometimes like you, you're not watching it for the film prowess. You know, mm. you're watching it for the kitschiness or the campiness. Um, this movie's low budget, Evil Dead, and it's very well made. It's 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 well acted mm-hmm. for a low budget early eighties mm-hmm. horror movie. It's like what's not in there makes it better. Like it's it's just refined. The editing is incredible. The way it's cut, like it just it kind of makes me want to go down that 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 rabbit hole and watch all of Sam Raimi's uh, stuff. Yeah, because I think maybe he's kind of lost in the shuffle as far as like when people talk about their favorite directors. Like I know you know maybe because he. I don't know what he did the last 10 years. I mean, obviously he did the three Spider-Man movies, which, you know, were successful and everything, but quite different than something like Evil Dead. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, it's just cool to go back and, and kind of get a feel for for how people thought about it uh, when it first came out. And it's it's also interesting because the, the premise of A Cabin in the Woods and there's shit going on like that, that's been done a lot, but I don't think it's been done in the same manner that... Uh, Sam Raimi did it, if that makes sense. Like, I just don't feel like when you're watching Evil Dead, it just has, uh, I don't know, there's just certain movies, especially like in horror, because Jake, I want you to speak to this a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm just making demands of Jake. Jake, I want you to speak <laughs> to it. this. Um, it, emulation and, and like kind of building on what came before is very common, right? So yeah. like there's lots of horror tropes and sometimes it's like 
done in a really tasteful way, but a lot of times it's like it just comes off as like a not an homage, but like a blatant ripoff. Mm-hmm. Right, and I think like so. First of all, like that, I, I think it's completely fine to look at what movies before you have done and kind of play off it, and you know. Uh, use those ideas to maybe jumpstart your own thing. And evil dead is definitely like, I I'm sure it's not the first movie to have like a, a scary creepy cabin in the woods, but it is one of, I think the most well-known and it's also like, I feel like even if it's not the first, it is the movie where the cabin is you are scared of the evil dead cabin. Right. You're trying to get out of the cabin specifically. Yeah. It is a bigger, it's not just the fact that this is a movie that has a creepy cabin in it. And that's a thing like, this is like, Oh, this cabin is in and of itself. Terrifying. And I mean, that's what, you know, one of the other movies that, uh, another horror movie that has come out in, uh, you know, maybe the last decade or so that I really love is cabin in the woods. Right. That movie Mm -hmm. is very, very smart and very funny. Um, but it owes, you know, a good, a good, a good bit of it's like, it it did exactly what I just said. Like there's a good bit of that movie that, uh, if evil dead did not exist, uh, you know, it wouldn't be as good as it is. Like the movie's literally called cabin in the woods. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What I love is in horror, like I don't, I'm sure it goes further than this, but like starting with Texas Chainsaw Massacre and then throughout the eighties, I feel like every horror writer was like, okay. We start with a group of teenagers in a car. And mm-hmm. it's like, hmm, that yeah. might be good. That's going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but the so- elements and I think ingredients that are thrown into Evil Dead are like so much more lasting with like the the Book of the Dead stuff and like demonic possession being put into it. I feel like it's it has weight to it. And also, if we can just talk about like the tree scene in general, that like I feel like puts the movie into like a different bracket of like, wow, this is very memorable. This is traumatic. And it's, but it's well done. Well, you can't believe it's happening. What's, when the, you're yeah. What's the silliest thing that we can use to make people scared of that is something that people aren't usually scared of? You know, trees. Trees. Fucking everywhere. You know, kind of what you, jumping off of what you just said, Abby, mm-hmm. like, when you when you take like all the pieces that are evil dead possession you know demons uh uh the gory stuff the cabin in the woods mm-hmm. the the scary voice on the tape recorder mm. the net, the book you know all of that stuff if you just look at it as a piece is in so many other movies it's in hundreds of other movies and there's yeah plenty of other movies that have the same exact things but are crappy movies and it's because Sam Raimi knew how to make how to stuff treat Dude, those things to yeah. piggyback off that it's like Stephen King talks about um he says that like we have, anyone can make an omelet we all have the same uh, ingredients available to us but uh, it's I like I take offense to that there is absolutely I no know way you I can don't make know one. how but what i'm saying is like a some a master chef somebody and whatever like it, what it is sorry are you thinking about me? I was going to make a vegan statement to justify that. I realized none of that matters. What I'm saying is, you can you have the same ingredients available to you. So, like when you're making a horror story, you have the same like you got eggs, you got milk, you got salt and pepper. So it it all matters how you mix it up and like how you present it and what else you can throw in there. And I feel like right, Sam Raimi made his like omelet stand out. Well, I feel like the Deadites when they become possessed, they possess the humans. It that 
that dead eye, weird smile, almost clown-like mm-hmm. with the laugh is easily one of the scariest things you'll yeah. ever see. I, agree. I I love that. That's one of the best things about it. And that's one of the things that I love in Evil Dead 2 is any any time. So like when you're when you're talking about any possession movie, the the issue is that it's really, really hard to not sound like you're just um, copying like the exorcist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think even though we're not really getting into it, one of the things that I did not like in the Evil Dead remake is that when those creatures speak, they just sound they j- it just sounds like Reagan from the Exorcist. Mm-hmm. So I'm like they're talking the same way. It's just like a witchy like it just sounds stupid. Mm-hmm. But in Evil Dead and all, all three of them, but I feel like in Evil Dead 2 and 3 in Army of Darkness, they kind of figured out exactly what they wanted to do with those voices, but like whenever whenever the deadites are floating and they're speaking in like four different voices at once. And they're like, and what I don't like is when it's just like, Oh, we're going to fucking rip your guts out of your asshole. That's how they talk. That's how they talk in the evil dead remake. But in, but in, but in evil dead one, two and three, it's like, we are the things that were and shall be again. And yeah, like, it's that very eternal... cryptic and creepy sounding, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's, it's that stuff that I'm saying makes it lasting, makes it stand out. You know, like when they're all screaming dead by dawn, like that shit yes. is, that is creepy. Oh, 100%. Like yeah. to, to take a, a building and make it evil. That's like, that is Stephen King, the shining, like to make a, a something, that well, honestly, the evil kid, dead cabin never seems welcoming. But like to take something yeah. that you don't know and then it becomes like the villain in the story, basically, right. and is fucking possessed. Um, er- earlier I didn't get to it, but I did want to mention. So it is interesting that Sam Raimi is coming back to the superhero genre. He is, um, going to be directing the next Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. And what's interesting is that they're seemingly they've already announced that, uh. Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be in the next Spider-Man movie. And we already know that there's all these rumors about the Spider-Man movie delving into a multiverse kind of thing. Um, What I'm getting at is I have a feeling we're going to see Sam Raimi at least directing some Spider-Man thing at some point. Not a full movie, but probably, fuck, Tobey Maguire might end up in the next uh, Doctor Strange movie. Like, it's not that out of the realm of the possibility. And also it's just weird that that's happening. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. like I would have not predicted that turn of events, especially after Spider-Man three. I mean, I don't know, dude, because like, yeah, Spider-Man three was really bad, but that wasn't Sam Raimi's fault. I don't think there was a lot of weird pressure happening because those first two films, they did really well. Yeah. And and after Spider-Man, after Spider-Man two, which is probably a little dated at this point, but it is, to me, a top-tier superhero movie. Spider-Man 2 is one of the best. And there was a lot of weird, you know, that was before, like, the MCU was happening, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. it was just, like, there was a lot of pressure for that third movie, and and it didn't work out. But, you know, it all boils down to, like, Sam Raimi did a really good thing with those first two Spider-Man movies, and it is kind of, like... It is cool to to see him given like a second chance, and you know, for a while they were saying that uh, the new the second Doctor Strange film was going to have a little more of a horror tone to it, yeah. and 
I know they've kind of come out and said like, uh, not not exactly what you're thinking, mm. but don't worry, kids. But just but just like that, the the fact that that was even a thing, and they're like, hey, who who does horror and superhero movies fairly well? Sam Raimi. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's cool. Yeah, you know, it's interesting too because um, I've never seen Dark Man, and I know he did that, and I feel like I need to watch that. That might be on my list for next. That's week. like a fun. That's like a fun kind of silly. You you. I mean that that literally is like a horror superhero kind of movie. Like it's right. it's fun. Yeah, that's a good that's a good movie. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm. I'm ve- I feel very hyped on um, Evil Dead right now. I can't. I've never seen the remake, so we're gonna watch that, and then I think I'm just gonna go right into Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, I'm definitely I'll, I'll ready. Say, I'll say about the remake. It's got some great stuff in it. It's got some pretty good. Like, I, I'm not gonna since you. I, I didn't realize. I don't think I realized you have not seen it, so oh, I won't fine. spoil it. It's fine. I won't spoil it. There, there is some good stuff in there. There's some weird deviations um but overall like as far as remakes go it's not awful like i rewatched it not that long ago and it's pretty it's definitely uh it's definitely a remake of evil dead it it's not it's not silly it's not funny right okay it is unrelenting and and gross and it's it try it's it's a remake strictly of part one right um now i think we've we've probably talked about it before but probably need to bring it up right now um pieces of the evil dead cabin are the only screen used uh props that i own from any movie that's because jake gave them to us mm-hmm. and i think i've told the story how it was literally like one of the first days we ever met jake he's like here here's some pieces of this cabin <laughs> i was like fuck okay uh, that's when i had just <laughs> seen evil dead for the first time um but jake well, you, that- you took a trip and, and visited the cat it's in tennessee right yeah it's in it's in tennessee and it's kind of I mean, I think at this point you can just go online and figure out where it's at. But right. it, at the time, it was kind of hard, and it, and it was it was a bit of work for us to figure out the exact location. And then once you find the location, there's no road. So uh, there was a group of us. It was me, Hal, uh, Michael Kosky, uh, Chase Ambrose, um, and we all. I mean, it was a very long drive. We drove there and back in one day. It's like. I mean, it was ridiculous. It's quite the and, adventure. Uh, you mean the yeah? The, uh, and one, bridge once, didn't once get you, <laughs> ripped up. One, and, so, sorry. Once you get into the area, you have to basically park your car on the side of the road and walk. Right. And mm-hmm. It was there was snow. We didn't really even think about that. We were, you know, there's there's not that much snow here, but it's like up further north in yeah. Tennessee, and yeah. we we were like halfway there. And we're like, oh, it, it's cold here. It's um, fucking journey. And then you and then you got to walk, and then you got to find it. But the thing is, is like the cabin burned down. A long time ago. So what's left of the evil dead cabin is, um, uh, the chimney. Okay. And, and there are some pieces of the roof laying around and, uh, you can tell the area there's, there's like a pretty distinctive tree from the film that you can see. Um, there's a hole in the ground where they, you know, the cellar was like a different, it was like a set, but they, they Mm. did dig a hole in the ground. So, uh, you know, the girl could sit in the fake cellar and peek out and that hole is still there. And you can, you know, the, the fireplace is there and the bricks are there. So you can visit that location, but there, there is nothing there. Um, I have also visited, um, so evil dead two is a pretty weird, the cabin for each. All right. So anytime you're seeing the exterior of the cabin in evil dead two, it is a real cabin and a real shed. Um, it is sort of still there, but it has kind of fallen. It's fallen apart, but it is in the yard. 
Um, it's in North Carolina, and it is on the property of the house from the movie The Color Purple. Oh. Okay. I've never I've never seen the color purple, but but that house is a pretty distinctive like that cover, you know, the poster for that movie. It's a pretty right. distinctive mm-hmm. house. I have driven and seen the house. Right. And a lot of people don't know this. Jake actually took a, a crowbar and got a couple bricks off the color purple house, and that was the second <laughs> screen used prop he gave me. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 anyway, like you can you can go and see that house, but you can you know, you can't go on to those people's properties. Exactly. Right. 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 But uh, everything that was filmed, everything that takes place inside the cabin in Evil Dead 2 was filmed on a set that was built inside of a gym of an old high school. And I have been in that gym. There's oh. nothing, there's, you know, there's nothing you can't tell. It's just a gym. Right. Right. But it was, it was filmed inside of a, a gym. That's some good information. Dude, that's all very, I did very not know cool. all that. Um, I did not know that. That's some good stuff. I did know that the second cabin was a different cabin, and that was in North Carolina. Um, so we mentioned it earlier. There is going to be another Evil Dead movie. It's kind of serving as a modern, soft reboot. Uh, but from from what I've been reading, it does not take place in a cabin. It's going to be in like a city, like in a skyscraper, like Gremlins. Um, yeah. So it seems like they're going to try something different. They're uh, trying to try... I'm I'm kind of bummed out about it. Okay, let's, let's tell me your feelings. Well, because like, I mean, I'm bummed out because you know. So the remake happened. It 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 was it kind of split people down the middle because a lot of people really have a hard time accepting Evil Dead without Ash. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so then the TV show happened, and I I have seen about half of the TV show, and. It is very fun. I don't think it is like it's not all done by Sam Raimi. So you can tell that the right like it it's they try to keep on the it's very army of dark. It's very funny and silly, but it they it they also kept it like pretty gross. There's a lot of different monsters and stuff and that's fun, but I find that the character of Ash is like kind of regressed at this point. I'm like he's this is not quite the Ash that we have gotten in the movies. Right. But it's still fun to see Bruce Campbell. So, Mm -hmm. but then that show got canceled and, and it wasn't very long after the show got canceled. They were like, Hey, we're we're possibly maybe going to do another film. And you, and you, and you were hearing that from Raimi and Bruce Campbell. Right. And then both of them are co-producing the next movie. Yeah. But then whenever the like solid info came out, they're like, yeah, well, Bruce isn't in it. And I'm like, well, why, Hmm. why is it he in like, you're now getting the chance to make another film. You've been talking about kind of wanting to do that since before the remake. And I'm like, but, but you're choosing, to go in a completely different direction. I don't know if they're doing that because the TV show got canceled or I don't know what yeah. the deal is. Or they've I, got I surprises like, planned and they want to, you know, be hush, hush. I, that's, I would that's hope complete, for that. I wouldn't want to watch possible. it without Ash. It doesn't really, that's either. he's yeah. yeah non-negotiable. Right. Right. Well, I mean, and that's kind of what we talked about earlier. He's become synonymous. It's an, like you wouldn't want to watch nightmare on Elm street without, uh, Robert England. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever heard of a movie called my name is Bruce? Um, yes, I'm familiar. I think he toured with that for a long time. Is this correct? It, I'm not sure if he toured. I'm not, I'm not sure, but it was a movie is a, it's a very like low budget film. And the, basically the, basically the plot is that there is some sort of evil thing happening and these people kind of kidnap Bruce Campbell. He plays himself in it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, 
and and they're like, hey, you're the guy who deals with this. And he's like, I'm an actor. (laughs) My my name is Bruce. And it's like it's got a lot of, you know, throwbacks to Evil Dead. And it's got like a couple. The guy who plays Jake in Evil Dead 2 is in it. And there's a couple of the same actors. And it's like it's just this like silly fun movie about Bruce Campbell having to fight evil. Well, I there, like that. There was something I noticed when we put on Army of Darkness, um, and I went and looked it up afterwards. The opening credits, the movie is called Bruce Campbell versus the Army of Darkness. <laughs> that was the name yeah, that they were going to... It makes no sense. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what they're doing. I, I feel <laughs> like... Um, I feel like Sam Raimi just doesn't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, I think he just t- titles right. the movies, I think... And I don't say doesn't give a shit is a bad thing. I think he's just like whatever. Let's call it this. You know, right, right. I, I don't know if I don't know if there was a um, a legal or technical reason they couldn't call the movie uh, Evil Dead Three. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you know I I had heard for a while they had thought about calling the movie The Medieval Dead, and I'm like, uh, that is the best title for it ever. Right. That's yeah. A much Why not? Title. I call love it, that. Why wouldn't you call it that? God damn it. Well, what I love about I the movie, know why they Bruce versus I have no clue why. Whatever, I feel so yeah. hyped about it right now because there, there's a, there's a lot of world building you can do, and it's such a fun. Uh, there's just a lot of fun to be had with those movies. So as we kind of get towards the end here, I'd recommend if you haven't seen them. Um, I hope you didn't listen to this <laughs> whole episode, but maybe you did because uh, some people just don't care. And um, yeah, go go check them out. Uh, a lot of fun. Um, also, we do have like one of the out of print DVD editions, like the special edition of Evil Dead Two that we somehow found at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot. I of bet w- it's mine. Is it mine? I don't think it's yours. We- no, we bought it from a Oxford, comic book. Yeah, Oxford, Oxford Comics. But we, gotcha. but there, there's definitely like different special editions, and there's different extended editions and deleted scenes and all sorts of shit. Now. There's one, I don't remember, I don't even think it was a Blu-ray. There was like a special edition of like Evil Dead 2 where it is the actual Necronomicon, which is, Jake, you yeah. probably have that Well, one. there's there's a there's a copy of the first Evil Dead and the second Evil Dead that you can buy where the case is the Necronomicon and they look, mm. you know, it looks like, yeah, the Necronomicon looks a little different in each movie. <laughs> right, and, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, they have that. There's also a copy of... Um, I, I own two DVD copies of Army of Darkness because they came out with a they came out with a copy that they called the official bootleg version, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a director's cut. I think there might be a commentary. Um, there's a couple deleted scenes, but the entire movie has like alternate some alternate jokes. Like you watch the movie straight through, but there's different like you know whenever he says like good bad I'm the guy with the gun mm-hmm. right. Which is like a f- kind of a famous, you know, evil deadline. That wasn't the only take. So when you're watching this version of the movie, that's not the line there. And it also has the original ending, which um, I know you guys have seen it, but the original ending of the movie was that Ash uh, drinks too many drops of the potion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he ends up like in a post apocalyptic future not back in his own time. And right. that, that's how they originally wanted to end it. But oh. the studio was like, uh, maybe not, which I'm glad because I, I like the theatrical ending. Oh, I mean, it's hilarious. Yeah. Ba- back at it's the, the sporting goods yeah. store. That's um, such a good, when he is explaining yeah. in army of darkness, the, this, uh, the 12 gauge, uh, specs and the price and all that. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, love these movies. Really happy that we got a chance to talk about them. Um, before we wrap up, uh, Jake, that's put you on the spot. Where does Evil Dead, assuming... Well, you said Evil Dead 2 is your favorite of the three. So where does Evil I Dead so. 2 uh, rank in your horror pantheon? Is it uh, is it top five, do you think? Um, you know, maybe. if I think it's definitely in the top ten if I had to sit down. I, I don't think I've ever... I think one of these... Uh, Maybe maybe we should all do a top five horror film list, and even if we don't strictly go through each movie, we can just spout the list out. Right. But uh, yeah, Evil Dead is one of those series that I've I've always been super into it. I've always loved it, but it's kind of been off of my radar for a while. And I and I think it's just I think maybe the the remake put some. I, you know, I just kind of cooled on it a little bit over time. But as we started talking about doing this episode, I've been thinking about those movies. And I, I think it would if if it's not in the top five, it's definitely in the top ten. Gotcha. Very cool. Nice. Well, uh, so there you have it. Evil Dead. We did it. We talked about it. It was good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of want to rewatch all three now. because I Or at least I, go back and watch some of my favorite scenes. It's very fun. I want to watch Army of Darkness again. Yeah. I'm ready to. Um, I would like to see Army of Darkness in uh, a theater. Jake, do you have any uh, Evil Dead prints? Um, no, I don't. Hmm. I've, I've seen a few that are pretty good. There's a... Um, there's a guy, I, his, I think his name is Sam Wolf Connolly or, or something like that. He has, he's got a pretty great Evil Dead print. Cool. Um, yeah, so to wrap it up, make sure that you're tuning into Yes, Have Some. We've got some fun stuff coming up. We do Toy Anxiety on the weekends. We're going to have our Mandalorian after show. Jake, uh, we were texting the other day. I can't believe Mandalorian starts in a week, a week from today. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's Pretty absolutely soon. crazy. It'll be good to have like a piece of content that doesn't get canceled or uh, <laughs> delayed this year. Um, like, Oh, it's actually happening. Yeah. Um, so we got some fun stuff. So stay tuned to all of our channels. One thing I wanted to address, uh, the first, we usually start off our day with some texts to each other, at least, uh, you know, Hey, how you doings? Things of that nature. And this morning, and I felt bad the way it came off, but in uh, yes, have some group therapy, um, I was tagged in a post by YHS listener Zach Crago, uh, who's been a longtime listener. And he was talking about, and I don't even want to say, I, I, I guess I'll just say it. He was talking, it was some Voltron toy that was $60. Uh-huh. And he was like, Craig, would you ever consider getting this? And I replied with, um, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I felt bad. And instead of going to, to explain myself, I thought I would do it on the podcast. Listen. As somebody who refuses to collect Transformers, I'm definitely not going to collect like the second rate Transformers. And as a matter of fact, when I just said Voltron a couple minutes ago, well, 10 seconds ago, um, that might be the first time that word has ever emanated from my mouth. Like I didn't okay. even want to say it. Did you feel sick? I, Vol- Voltron. <laughs> um, so um, no, I'm not going to collect that. I if I fuck it, fuck robots. Except for Zords, but those aren't robots. It's like a whole different thing. Am I right or am I right? Yeah, I'm anti robot. You're, you're okay. wrong, but okay. This is <laughs> this is what do you like Voltron? I don't I I don't know what Voltron. I, I've heard of Voltron, but I don't know anything about it. I just think you're wrong. I think Zords are literally the same thing that what Voltron like Voltron is a bunch of robots that like form together <laughs> to form a big robot. Yeah. And, I, and I'm pretty sure that's exactly what Zords yeah. are. Yeah. Um, I like Power Rangers. Transformers doesn't have like the uh, smoothie 
spot where they all hang out though exactly and like fun teenage drama i need teenage drama with my robots and i need um true i get it the 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 best part about power rangers is the fact that they found out a way to recycle footage from a japanese show for 30 years and keep it going and make its own separate amazing franchise it's like if they took the ghostbusters movies and repackaged them as, as something else in like germany and you just found out like oh you know in germany they use all the footage from ghostbusters but it's this other they're all vampire hunters and it's just like its own thing <laughs> and they're yeah. he in like they they love bill murray over there but they don't, they've never even seen ghostbusters like they just didn't show him um <laughs> so anyways uh that's my big advertisement for group therapy we've had an influx of new members so make sure that you are abby no i'm not gonna do this oh that's your pull your call this me is your in, last coach. thing and then we're ending all right cool if you are on facebook log in search for yes have some <laughs> podcast group therapy you will find our closed group and either myself craig or jacob will accept you or ryan he's our fantastic admin and from there on you can just post quality content and stay away from memes because we don't <clears throat> need them it's true Although that one that's um, been that's floating it. around uh, this week, that I've seen it in a couple groups, that when you what you really mm -hmm. mean when you tell when you tell your girl you bring home five figures a week and it's just a picture of five like <laughs> that that's is a good one. It's that's a good funny. one. All right, that, one. that one's fun. By the way, who's bringing home five figures a week? That's a lot of money. Anyways, um, <laughs> well, I mean that's like over ten thousand dollars a week. Oh uh, yeah. If you're making that kind of money, you better be bringing home. Lots like more. 20 figures. 20 figures a week. Um, yeah. Group therapy is amazing. And uh, like I said, stay tuned to all of our channels. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Leave a review on iTunes. Uh, Jake, anything else before we sign off? No, just uh, go go give my friend at uh, uh, New Southern Heretics a listen uh, because I'm on it and he's a cool dude. It's also like, you know what? Other I didn't really mention it earlier, but my episode is a, is a big movie episode, but usually they're just talking about a lot of conspiracy theories and politics and stuff like that. And that's not stuff I usually jump into, which is why we talked about movies. But if you like that kind of stuff, um, he's super into it. Okay. There you go. It, well, Sasquatch, did you talk about that? Or that's, uh, not, that's different. Like government I conspiracy. I don't think he's done it. If he, it's possible he's done a Sasquatch episode, but usually it's, it's, the other kind of, you know, it's government conspiracies and uh, stuff that's happening with, like, you know, the coronavirus and mm. all that stuff. Lizard people and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Speaking of that, this is the last thing I promised. They go Jake, hand in hand. Did you read that story about the kayakers who were flipped over by that giant, like, crocodile or alligator? No. I think it happened in, like, Alabama. These people were on a kayak. Wait, like today? Like yesterday. Some well, they probably deserve it. Some crocodile showed up and was like, whoops, <laughs> flipped you. Uh, I don't think he ate them or anything, but. He's just pranking them. He's funny. They're filming... I mean, that's what I would do if I was a crocodile. You know? Prank. Fuck with Go underwater. And then you yell prank right after. Prank. Prank. Just kidding. A crocodile, talk to me. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I just had a weird flash. Did anybody have that children's book about the crocodile trying to find a perfect hat? Mm -mm. I had the crocodile that was friends with the little bird that would clean his teeth. What? You didn't have that one? So, dude, crocodile children's literature. That's a whole separate <laughs> podcast. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, please let me know. Until next time, my name is Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much to Jacob. Ab Ab <laughs> What's your Abigator. Name? Thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. And uh, we'll see you soon. We'll see you June 11th for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay, we'll see you all then. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you.